Welcome Home, a podcast brought to you by John Houston Homes. Join hosts Chelsea Frazier and Whitney Pryor as they walk you through the exciting adventure of your home buying and building journey. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Welcome Home podcast. I'm Whitney and I've got Chelsea here with me. Hello. Hello, hello. So today we are actually on our final episode of the Outdoor Living Series and super excited about uh, what we're talking about today. So Chelsea, do you want to give us the spiel? Yes, I'd love to. I'm excited too because this is something that I have been wanting forever, but I'm probably it's just probably never going to happen. So I can relate to all the people that call in and ask about today's topic. Um, but I, I think it's a great way to wrap up our outdoor living series that we've been doing over the past couple of months. And so we have invited Justin Bright with Bright Pools to come onto the show today. He's the owner of the company and has been building tons of pools. We, I see his signs everywhere and I actually know several people who have built pools with him and his company. And so we're just really excited to talk to him about pools on the tops of home and lots that we build because yes. we build homes on all lot sizes. So from one acre down to less than a quarter of an acre. And a common question I think your team gets is, is my lot big enough for a pool? Yeah, definitely. We get questions on that, especially towards the summer. Everyone wants to buy a home with a lot size big enough for a pool. And they ask that question, is the backyard big enough for a pool? Well, I think it's a little more complicated in answering. So I'm so excited that Justin's here to talk to us more about that and kind of give us more details for the homeowners. Yeah, so let's welcome him to the show. Justin, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So let's just start with a little bit about yourself, your history, how your company started, what you've been doing the past few years. So I uh, we've been in business for probably almost three years now, full time. I worked for John building houses through the construction phase from, I mean, I guess almost 10 years. So the knowledge of construction came from that background and it just transferred really easily over to pool construction. It's all really the same in general. Um, so three years ago started that and we, um, we've been really busy. I mean, we, you, I mean, Ellis County is just, that's our primary home and it's just booming with construction and new construction. A lot of people moving from other cities or even out of state, but the common theme is Texas is hot and a pool is almost <laughs> necessary. Yes. So, yes. And, and, and the, and the demographic, you know, the, the, our area is predominantly in that 30 year old range with kids. And so it just plays a big piece in the, in the puzzle of life for people. So, um, so we've been really busy. So we started and, um, mostly based off referrals, knowing people trying to treat people right over the 10 years that I worked in the area and, uh, really got started. And then here we are three years later and it's just a blessing of where we've been. I never could have imagined we'd be at the pace we're at this soon, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. What made you think I want to build pools? You know, it wasn't, I get that question a lot. It's not so much about the swimming pools in regards to what God called me to do. I felt like my strong suit was knowing construction, um, being around it again, working for John for so long. It felt like it was an easy transition in that regard, but also I more so felt strongly and called to do it because it's kind of my mission field. Construction is stressful and scary for people and and it's done wrong a lot, you know? Um, and so I just, I was I took notice. I felt called to 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 go to work for myself. That be my ministry because that's just just how I'm wired and how God's created me. So, but I never felt strongly to like go build houses and do what I wanted to do. So the funny part is, I actually had friends having pools built, 
And I just kind of watched the process and realized how similar it was to my background. And so I took it from there with some faith. The first pool I built was actually my in-laws. So, you know what I mean? I got, I got a good <laughs> trial run there, but, um, but anyway, from there and it's just taken off. So it's, it's been a blessing. That's great. How many pools would you say you've built? Probably a couple hundred now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Through the process, we um, we had a good year last year. It was challenging with the weather and the freeze that everyone now is aware of that yeah. we went through. But but uh, but yeah, I would say I'll go with what I have under construction plus completed, probably a couple hundred pools up to That's this point. Good. Yeah. And I I know, weren't you voted the best of Ellis County in like the past two years? Last two years. That's amazing yeah. to yeah. only yes. be a three-year-old company yes. and already have that recognition. And I know I see it on all the like the local um, talk sites or Facebook groups, um, you know, you always come highly recommended. So I think that says a lot about your company and, and what's important to you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're, we're lucky to have it for sure. I always tell people, I don't know, I don't know who votes or how they vote, but we just, we, we've won the last two years. So I guess we're, we're trying to do something right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a community based, you know, anybody that lives in the area can go on and vote and cause we, we you know, we're always trying to encourage people to get on and do it. So it's mm-hmm. definitely the, the people. Yeah. 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 People's choice. Perfect. So like we said earlier, pools range in size, but on average, how much backyard room is needed for a pool? So the it's a hard question to answer in in one statement. So like you mentioned, especially you just using Jay Houston for reference, you have acre lots, you have 50 foot lots, you know, even 40 foot, minimum 40 foot wide, but, but I would say 50 and wider, depending on the the challenges, a couple of challenges are is the house so wide on the lot that you don't have access? So access to the backyard can be a challenge. Now that can, we can get in any backyard, but what is the path of, you know, of, of resistance? So, mm-hmm. you know, do we have to cross a neighbor's yard? So there's, you know, I, I generally ask the question, how well do you know your neighbors in those scenarios? Because it's po- it, it, it's very possible that we have to maybe access through their yard at some point to make it happen. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you know, a 50 foot wide lot or, or more is, is pretty safe. Then, Another thing we look at are easements and setbacks. So in the in the house building realm, you you have what's called build lines that you have to be within to build on a lot. Where in a pool, an outdoor living scenario, the build lines we can encroach. It's only an easement that we can't. So I usually, when I meet with customers, prospective customers, I myself come out, walk the lot, usually get a copy of their site plan or, or survey just to lay out those those easements. And then from there, that drives our conversation about pool size, pool location, et cetera. But the cool thing is we custom, this, these are custom built pools to the space. So we can, we've done some, what's considered really small pools because that's the only room we had, but we have the ability to make them nice and and pretty much add anything we need to. It's just a little smaller scale. That's good. So even someone with a, a little bit smaller lot can definitely have something that's custom fit to their backyard. Sure. Yeah. We do it all the time. And we get even from, from, you know, some of Jay Houston salespeople a lot of times before someone will commit, like you were saying, Hey, we really want to buy this lot, but, but gosh, a pool is going to happen if it, you know, and so, um, you've got some salespeople then, and some others that will send me, Hey, this is what they're looking at. And I'll say, sure, that's, you know, we can do a pool there or, or, or not, or, or whatever that may look like. So. Well, that's a great, I think a great value and a great add in service too, is that if you're thinking about buying or building a home, you can go ahead and have that, um, have you guys come out and make sure that the space is going to work for what they're wanting. Right. Because that's a big investment. So once you, you know, once you look at a plot of land, it's hard to tell based on how big the house is, you don't know where the easements are and you know what I mean? So, 
um, yeah, as far, as far as that goes, no problem. They send me a site plan or something and I can usually tell within a few minutes if, if, if it's a go or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. In some capacity. Sometimes I look at those backyards. I'm like, there's no way a pool could fit back here. And then someone will pop a pool and I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually <laughs> bigger than I thought. <laughs> that's right. a good point though. So don't just, people probably do the same thing. Like, oh, there's no way. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would never thought about just asking or just, you know, having your pool builder, prospective mm-hmm. pool builder come out and take a look or get the site plan. That's a good point. Yeah. So do people often have to leave room for landscaping or consider that? They do. It just depends. I mean, landscape's kind of the same thing. So most people, so when we build a pool, we can do landscaping as well. A lot of times that's kind of that second piece. Like you'll see with outdoor living where a home is all under the roof. We got to kind of turn key and everything's got to be done when we get in there. Unless it's something that's, they want to paint a wall or something like that. Where landscape is usually a second phase. But if they want to do something, this is a conversation we have as well. Are you thinking about landscaping? Because there, I do have some customers that go, I just want to go through one person and I want to close my eyes and open them and it's all done. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in that regard, that's a series of questions that I go through when I meet initially um, that we run through. And if they want to incorporate landscape, we make sure to incorporate some space based upon, because you know how it is here too, where some people want it low key, low maintenance. And then we've got some that want these 20 foot palm trees trees. that we really need to account for as well. So um, to answer your question, that's a good thing to know when they do meet with 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 a pool builder just to to paint a better picture. The more you can, you don't have to know anything in concrete, but the more you think you want, there's no harm in just saying, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Would it even work? Does that make sense? All right. So, so we have a lot of people that uh, they start building their home and they're thinking about a pool or, or they know they want to put a pool in. When should they start planning or researching or giving you a call about that type of thing? So I have a lot, especially this time of year, a lot of, a lot of people shopping, a lot of people that, that, that are under construction, you know, or, or just starting the process as, as soon as there's form boards or a slab or something on the ground. So you can, you can, you can call and check like with the site plan, just, is this even a possibility? They purchase a lot, commence construction, moving down the road. I meet people all the time with, uh, uh, you know, once we've got an envelope of the house, whether it be the form boards or slab, uh, typically once once we uh, get framing going up, so we know kind of the layout and the roof pitch and those kind of things as far as watershed, then we, we usually meet on site then. If they're wanting to, anytime, I mean, that's a, we can meet anytime, but if they're wanting to kind of either do it during the build or shortly after, like if a builder will allow that or right after, mm-hmm. the sooner the better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings up a good point. So there are some builders that allow it and some that don't. I don't know that John Houston does or does not, but um, allowing pool building during or after construction. So can you kind of like give us a few pointers on that and like what maybe the pros and cons of doing that would would be? Yeah. So some builders do and some builders don't. I don't know why some do and some don't. They have their processes. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But so typically the builders that do we would we would work through the process once a customer comes in and says hey we want to do a pool the, the the value of doing it during the build is most people will roll it into their mortgage, mortgage. if they can because mm-hmm. interest rates on a mortgage are lower mm-hmm. three to four percent where 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 and we could talk about it in a little bit is is the unsecured financing route which is seven or eight percent right? right so because mm-hmm. it's the risk is higher you can't come repossess a pool if it, you don't make the payment <laughs> right so so they let they leverage yeah. that a little bit for a higher interest rate mm-hmm. but um so, yeah, so we work through the process. So as soon as they know that they're they're even interested, we work off the plan. There's nothing to look at on site mm-hmm. yet, but we work off that, at least get the initial so people can start looking at numbers because at the end of the day, it's got to make sense financially. So 
look at the numbers. Where do we want to be? Try to drill down and get that pool and that budget kind of where they need to be. Sign a contract, go through the permitting process. If they're, this is if they're building during construction, once whatever exterior facade, so, so whether it be siding or brick, once that's, once that's up and out of the way is when we typically start. Um, and then it's, we time it with the builder. So our, our goal is to obviously, um, and, and I think the, to walk it back just a minute, the, the most, some builders don't allow it because it, it's another piece to manage and that could affect closing and those kind of things. So, um, I think that's why that, mm-hmm. that some builders may not allow it, but the, uh, so we start and then we work through the process. And so we'll go, go, go. And then we'll get to a point where we have to stop until the, the house has power on it because we obviously can't put water and, and start the pool up without power to the home. But then the the advantage is that, again, there you go. They're walking in the house. A, they're getting on a better interest rate. Typically, it's it's one payment through their mortgage and then it's done when they walk in the door. So the, 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 the question or the comment I get frequently is, um, especially on like lots that are fully sod, full fence on these infield, these, these smaller communities, They've got full irrigation, full sod, and I'm coming in 30 days later and yeah, tearing it all up. It up. <laughs> They're paying for it twice, essentially, right? Yeah. So that's that's I get that comment a lot, and it's yeah. it's a necessary thing to do, but it, it is a disadvantage of having to do it after, after the, the fact. fact. Yeah, if you can help it. So. So this is kind of a loaded question because we know that supply chain issues and just build times are all over the place. But in a typical market, what's what's the length of time to build a pool? What should people expect? we try to set a really good expectation because again, going back, being in construction for so long, it's, it's, that's kind of the success and failure of a project is what kind of expectation did you set going forward? Because it's construction. I always tell people it's not, if it's when we have to navigate through something, whether it be weather, whether it be whatever, you know? So, um, a good ballpark for your kind of just a nice project, nothing that's just outlandish or huge, but nothing, you know, something that's not basic, basic kind of what you see around here, pool spa, some water features, about 60, 65 days typically. That is from, you know, once we excavate the, the pool to completion, you know, you'll, you should be swimming in about that. Could be a little sooner, could be a little longer depending on things that are out of our control, but supply chain is getting better. Um, we've not we've not been able to not finish a pool due to supply chain. Um, we've stayed ahead of it, but um, most of that is, is weather-driven for the most part. Yeah, labor a little bit, but weather-driven for the most part. Gotcha. That's not bad. No. Couple months. Yeah, a couple months is that's a good ballpark. Yeah, unless, like I said, it's just a a, a big, big project, or we get sure. a ton of weather that slows things down. Right. Yeah. Which in Texas we know is yeah. completely <laughs> yes changes predictably unpredictable. Right. But <laughs> yeah. I found people enjoy the process more when they at least have their mind framed around. Okay, this could take sixty, sixty-five days. Does that make yes. sense? Forty is great. Yeah. Seventy is okay too, but mm-hmm. that's a good ballpark. Yeah. Okay. Good. So speaking of weather, uh, what? would you say is the best season to start building a pool? Fall, you know, rain, rain, cold is, is, is a deterrent for, for construction. It's hard mm-hmm. to do what we do when it's raining or when it's really cold, like right. 40 and rising is kind of when we can do concrete work and we can do mortar, uh, cement, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our good ballpark. So if it's dipping around freezing, we kind of just have to be, you could do the work, but it wouldn't be the right way to do it. You're, you're jeopardizing structure and things like that. So we, we try to hold off on that, but you know, it sounds crazy, but even like right after summer, going into fall, because it's oh, typically yeah. dry. That's true. It's not raining summer, very much. School, kids are back in school. Mm-hmm. Um, this is to start construction, right? We all yeah. want it for summer, right? But but to start, there's I don't know how to explain it, but there's not as much anxiety around the project. So when we start projects in the springtime, like mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. it's uh, 
everybody's got a July 1st pool party. Does that make right. sense? So <laughs> it, but, but it also, what's it do this time of year too? It rains quite a bit. So right. open your, be open-minded to the fact that it could take a little longer to build right now um, or in the fall and winter, you know? So, yeah. but to me, honestly, like right after summer, it's, it's, I could, Hey, it's, we just, we just want it done for next summer. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that makes and, sense. Yeah. There's like less pressure and it seems like the weather in yeah. Texas is much more mild during that time. Like you're not having the highs and lows. Well, and there's other things to think about because what we do, we're in people, like when you're building a house, nobody lives there. But but when we're building a pool, we're in somebody's backyard every day. Yeah. So summertime, kids are outside, everybody's playing, grass, you know, you're watering the grass and all that. Because you guys, like if, if if we're building a pool in a yard that's got an irrigation system, when we dig and excavate a pool, the irrigation system is inoperable for a couple months. So if you're doing it in the summertime when it's hot, you, you got to go get the Twirly Bird sprinkler from from Ace Hardware and water your grass. Never thought about that. Does that, that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, an, it's an ongoing battle. You got to kind of chase those. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, and that's something we, again, we just try to set the expectation real clear. That is part of it to keep, because, you know, when you get those hot days, it doesn't take long to burn stuff up. Right. So when, it, when when our sod goes dormant in the fall, yeah, it's a, it's a great time because you're not, you're not watering a ton anyway then. Yeah. That's a great tip. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So I feel like hot tubs are making a comeback. Have you seen a lot of those? Are you doing more? And what do you? What are the benefits of of hot tubs? Yeah, they are. I mean, we do a ton. I mean, I, really? I be on, the, two things happen when I meet folks. It's it's we've had a hot tub spa. We've had a spa. It's, mm-hmm. we call it, oh, spa. We call oh is that the yeah. old school yeah. way? Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> you know I'm country, right? Well, so, yeah. I, so I before I. Built pools for a living. It was it was hot tub. Hey, we get in the hot tub. Yeah, but then it's spa now. So so <laughs> okay. here we are. So this is the same thing. Yes, but I have so two things. People have had them in the past, never used them, and and just decide not to. Um, or those that that don't because of the cost. They do add. I mean, a good ballpark, twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand. Because when you, in addition to whatever the pool would cost. Because with a spa, you've got to factor in some kind of heat source, whether it be uh, ignition source, propane, or gas. You got to, you know, propane tanks, gas lines, those kind of things. They add a lot of cost to it. The advantage of it, though, other, so the negative side is really, if you're not going to use it, it's not worth the investment, or it's expensive. I mean, it, it is costly. It's a big piece of the puzzle. The advantages, in my opinion, again, greatly outweigh more than anything. You get essentially twelve. I mean, all, all your access, all your use of, of the, at least the pool in some capacity. Because with, with when you do a spa, you essentially have all the heating elements. You've got a heater. You've got the heat source. So you can technically heat the pool as well. We plumb it in a fashion that you can direct hot water to the pool. Now it mm-hmm. takes <laughs> a lot more propane. It takes some spe- <laughs> but you can do it. So I get it like, hey, my son's got a mid-November birthday. And I get this all the time. Hey, we, I mean, it. it's, you know, it's cost a couple hundred dollars in propane, but it's, Worth it. There's 20 kids day. swimming in the pool in yeah. November. Does that make sense? Instead right, yeah. of being inside, throwing cupcakes everywhere and making yeah. a mess. Does that yeah. make sense? <laughs> so I get that a lot. So that, the that I mean, again, the all-year usage, I get that a lot. We do a lot of like out like fire pits and that kind of stuff because it people want to make sense of the of the cost of the project and, and being able to use it all year long. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And sometimes, and I tell people, the nicest part of a pool sometimes is just looking at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's aesthetically beautiful. Yeah, yeah. just something like, so, um, so you do fire so yeah. pits as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fire so it's pits like as the well. whole, the whole outdoor deal. We entertainment. Can, we can do everything. Mm-hmm. Pergolas, cabanas. Love all it. Dip. Nice. Yeah. So with our preferred lender, Trinity Oaks mortgage, you, you can finance the pool into your mortgage loan. And I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, um, what other options do you see that homeowners have um, that have already moved into their home and now they want to pull. So like that option is kind of out of the table. Two different routes still. You still, depending on the amount of equity you have in the home, you still, there are still some banks that do 
a secondary, and I don't know if Trinity Oaks does it or not, but there are some that will tap in. If you've got about 10% equity in the home is what the rule of thumb is, mm-hmm. because when you refinance, you're essentially refinancing, you, you're you not going to get 100% value of the pool. You're not. So typically we, we draw a contract, we come up with a sales price. It seems to fall around 50%. So what they'll do is they'll take the, the equity you have in your home, the sales price of the pool, negotiate what they'll do an appraisal, and then they'll they'll assume some of that value back into the home so they can lend more against it, right? To where most people can almost, within reason, roll in the majority of the cost of the pool into it. Maybe they pay some out of pocket that won't cover. Yeah. But they're, again, going back into the interest rate of getting at a, at a, a, a reasonable rate as opposed to the unsecured, which we'll talk about in a second, that seems to be a little higher. Mm-hmm. The interest, the 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 unsecured. So your Lion Financials, um, there's some other ones like that. Like That's a big party one. Third type. party lenders, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So they are unsecured, meaning mm-hmm. there's no collateral, um, meaning that their risk is higher. There's a little bit more of an interest rate on it, six, seven, eight percent. I don't know what exactly. It depends on credit, of course. But um, they try to extend those loans out, sometimes twenty years, to help. They understand their product, you know. The seven eight percent scary to a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Historically, that's not a bad interest rate, but in the times we are now, that's ooh, high. That's high because <laughs> yeah. I get a house at three, right? What it doesn't make sense to me, but and if you're the, not living in your home for twenty years, right, what happens? <laughs> right. So it um you can stretch that loan out um to twenty years or so to keep that monthly payment down to offset that higher interest rate. Right. A lot of and I don't ever you know I don't know what happens two three four years down the road, but but some people will do that, especially if they've just moved into the house. It's like it's like when you when people buy a, you, they close on a house and then there's two brand new cars outside, right? Because right. they just, you can't do anything <laughs> while you're building a house, right? But as soon yeah. as you close, they pull the trigger on that. Let's get the pool in. Mm-hmm. And especially in our area where values are just going skyrocketing, they'll either cash out or whatever and try to close that loan, pay it off or whatever. And then maybe they'll refi at some point to kind of get it in. That's the goal, I think, for most people. But those loans, though the interest rates are higher, it allows them to, I mean, most, it's like buying a car, you know what I mean? In the sense that the, the interest rate and you just go out and get it as long as you're credit worthy, I guess. But, um, that's kind of the, that's, that's kind the of the other two routes. Option. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very, very few people pay cash for a swimming pool. It's, it's kind of a misconception because it's not a great, fi- you know, from a financial investment aspect, right. we understand it doesn't give you hundred percent of your money back. So it doesn't grow in value. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very rare that that happens. Yeah. A lot of people do cash out refinances, those kind of things. They can do it as well. Home equity lines of credit, home improvement loans. There's a lot of things. And that's, 60% of the pools we do in the area. That's because, because if you've lived in your house in for five years in the, in this area, you probably you've gotta, got equity. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you refinance, I think you have to have one year. Like, so if you refi or cash out or whatever, you've got to wait a year to redo that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I don't think you can do it like back to back, but, um, but that's a, that's a lot of the, the, the way people do it. Yeah. I've always wondered how that worked. I'm like, are the people mm-hmm. paying cash for these? Very like, what seldom. Is going it doesn't, on? It doesn't happen. It do, even if they have the cash, again, mm-hmm. just from a financial stewardship standpoint, going, yeah. I just don't know if it makes sense, you know? But yeah, so I, I it was something I, when I, looking from the outside, looking in, I always wondered like, is everybody just writing checks for these things? And, yeah. they, and, and they're, they're not. Yeah. That, so, I mean, anybody can afford one. It's just a matter of where you want to be and what you're looking for and, and what your family needs, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Have you ever done just a hot tub and no pool? Uh, I, I, they call them spools, actually. Oh, uh, spools? But yeah. My so aunt, okay, my aunt has one. She lives in Dallas. Uh-huh. And it's like a giant hot tub, hot tub uh-huh. basically. But it's but a spa, she uses right? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. A spa. <laughs> it's a giant so, spa. Yes. But like she uses it, you know, mainly as a hot tub. Yeah. So you have done a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I think it's a kind of a neat idea, though, yeah. even though it is a little bit like more costly, because especially if like your kids are grown, like if you're an older couple and that's how my aunt is, her kids are grown now and they just want to sit and relax while they're like their barbecue girls right beside it. And so they just sit in the hot tub and then, you know, do their barbecue or whatever. So it's kind of a different like lifestyle almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as we're wrapping it up, I just kind of wanted to kind of pull on your heartstrings a little bit. Um, what what can people expect when they work with Bright Pools? Like, what do you, because I think, I think we know this business comes from the heart and it's about people and relationships. So, so just like, what do you, why do you do this and what do you love about it? So when I started this business, what was important to me was that my name was on it. So be, because it's, to me, as a con- looking at it from a consumer, I'm going, I believe so much in what we do and why we do what we do that I'll put my name behind it and I can't hide behind anything. So it's, it's, it's how we provide for my wife and my kids and the guys that work for me. So you have to be profitable to provide a service. Right. But, but at the same time, that's not our driving force. You know, at the end of the day, God called us to to do this business. And so we want to serve him well. So stewardship from the top down, whether it be communication, stewarding our finances, stewarding our, our labor, stewarding, you know, at the end of the day, like making sure that the fence is put back up so the dog doesn't get out so our customers don't have to go down the road yeah. and get them. You know? <laughs> yeah. So we try, are we perfect? By no means, but we try really hard and we are great at understanding who we are and why we do what we do. And um, we love it. So any parting advice or words for anyone considering building a pool now, later? You know, I think if it, I, pools are, they add so much value to, um, to those that have them, you know, in most cases, um, you'll hear somebody every now and then to go, uh, we never a, use it, was, it. It was a money yeah. hole or whatever, you right. know, and, and I, I guess it's, it, I understand that too, you know, yeah. if you never use it. So, um, it's a, it's, it's a great asset to spend to families. It's it, fellowship and being around. And you I always tell people, you're going to find out how many friends you have and you're going to find out, who, you know, they're just, oh, yeah. they're, you, you, especially <laughs> you, you, ju- you just congregate. Or, uh, if, if you look at, especially if you've got a younger family, your kids are at home still, you just are going to congregate at some point, multiple times in the, uh, around a swimming pool. I don't know how to explain that, but it just seems like the person having the part, the the Super Bowl, oh, they got a pool. You know what I mean? So it just (laughs) seems like that. So it, you can't necessarily quantify the value it brings to your family and to your life and to your friends. And it's really, it's, they're, they're getting more and more affordable for people. So in regards to how they can be purchased. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, I look recommended obviously, but anything that we do, you know, coming out and seeing people, it's, it's free of charge. It's, there's no cost associated with it. If someone wants to call me, like I said, and, and it's a no string to tax, hey man, I, I just, I tell people, I just want to, if, if it can be a benefit to you, absolutely. Yeah. Like I'll just, I'll look it up and, and give you a, hey, I feel good about it. Or, hey, we could do one there or whatever, you know, but uh, we're here to help, you know, any way we can. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great. You've been a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. And thank you listeners for joining us today on the final episode of the Outdoor Living Series. This was a great one to touch on and I'm so glad that we got to hear from Justin with Bright Pools. If you have any questions about Bright Pools or you'd like more information, we will link to his website and all of his information in the show notes so that way you can get that info and give him a call. And also, we'll have more information about John Houston Homes as well. You can definitely find us on the web at jhoustonhomes.com or feel free to reach out to info at jhoustonhomes.com for any questions you might have. And of course, you can join us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram. 
Thank you guys for listening in and we'll see you on the next episode of the Welcome Home Podcast. Welcome Welcome home. home.